0: June 25th. As we look into the New Testament for today's reading, we'll be looking into the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 through 40, where we'll read that Paul wrote, "...but in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience." See the patience of Paul in waiting for a helper, Timothy replaced John Mark and became a true son in the faith to Paul. Now, God has the right person ready at the right time, so be patient. We'll see the patience of Paul in seeking God's will. He was an apostle, yet he did not always know the direction God wanted him to take. He took steps. God closed doors, so he waited, and then God showed him the way. We'll see the patience of Paul in ministering the word. They waited some days, it says, before seeking a place to witness. And God had hearts all prepared. And we'll see his patience in bearing annoyance. Paul put up with the demoniac promotion as long as he could and then cast out the demon. Paul knew that his action would create problems for him, and it did. And we'll see the patience of Paul in enduring suffering. Paul did not use his Roman citizenship to protect himself from pain, but later he used it to protect the new church. When you hurt, ask God to give you songs in the night. And we'll see his patience in winning a lost soul. If Paul had his eyes on the keeper of the prison and in kindness won him to Christ. How much are we willing to suffer to win someone to the Lord, especially someone who has hurt us? An old Chinese proverb says, Patience is power. With time and patience, the mulberry leaf becomes silk. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. June 25th, Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 40. One day, as we, Luke, Paul, and their companions were going down to the place of prayer we met a demon-possessed slave girl. She was a fortune-teller who earned a lot of money for her masters. She followed along behind us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day, until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and spoke to the demon within her. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her, he said and instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered, so they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. "'The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews,' they shouted. "'They are teaching the people to do things that are against Roman customs.' A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten." and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So he took no chances, but put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, "'Don't do it! We are all here!' Trembling with fear, the jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down before Paul and Silas. He brought them out and asked, "'Sirs, what must I do to be saved?' They replied, Believe on the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, along with your entire household. Then they shared the word of the Lord with him and all who lived in his household. That same hour the jailer washed their wounds, and he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. Then he brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He and his entire household rejoiced because they all believed in God. The next morning the city officials sent the police to tell the jailer, "'Let those men go.' So the jailer told Paul, "'You and Silas are free to leave. Go in peace.' But Paul replied, "'They have publicly beaten us without trial and jailed us, and we are Roman citizens. So now they want us to leave secretly? Certainly not. Let them come themselves to release us.' When the police made their report, The city officials were alarmed to learn that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. They came to the jail and apologized to them. Then they brought them out and begged them to leave the city. Paul and Silas then returned to the home of Lydia, where they met with the believers and encouraged them once more before leaving town. Today we are reading Psalm 143 verses 1-12. through Unless you've been engaged in the Lord's battles, you may not understand this prayer. For it's the cry of a soldier in combat. It is also a penitential prayer. Hear me, cries out. Depend on God's grace and faithfulness, not on your righteousness. Tell God what's happening in your life. David was in the dust and in the darkness. He felt like a thirsty man dying in the desert. He cries out, answer me. When God does not answer prayer, it's as though His face turns away from us, and we sink into the grave. At least that's what it feels like. Do you find strength and joy in answered prayer? And he cries out, Teach me. David met with the Lord each morning and got his orders for the day. Without those orders, he didn't know how to walk. Trust God's Spirit to lead you as you yield yourself to Him. And then there's the cry of, Revive me! David was in the dust, and only God could raise him up. David wanted to fight the Lord's battles and establish righteousness in the land. True prayer means that we serve God, not that God serves us. Psalm 143, verses 1 through 12, a psalm of David. Hear my prayer, O Lord, listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. Don't bring your servant to trial. Compared to you, no one is perfect. My enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground. He forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works. I think about what you have done. I reach out for you. I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me, for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me, or I will die. Let me hear of your unfailing love to me in the morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I have come to you in prayer. Save me from my enemies, Lord. I run to you to hide me. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious Spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. For the glory of your name, O Lord, save me. In your righteousness, bring me out of this distress. In your unfailing love, cut off all my enemies and destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. Proverbs 17, verse 26. It is wrong to find the godly for being good good or to punish nobles for being honest.